Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Good Love morning. Radio. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's a show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today I want to talk about something that matters, and it concerns truth. Whose truth are we listening to? Whose truth are we perhaps following and whose truth are we listening to? We live in a day and time when someone like a rapper who confesses that he has never voted before can run for president and actually has the ear of millions of people who are likely to vote for him. And he can run for president not knowing one iota of the political process or understanding what the people's needs are, having no governmental experience, no political savvy, has never stepped out in front of people to say this is true. And if someone like that can run for president, it makes you wonder whose truth are we listening to. We live in a day and time when politicians have gone completely amok. They say whatever they want to say, whether it matches up to the truth or not. It doesn't matter if it's filtered or unfiltered. They say whatever is politically expedient, despite the fact that it may not be true, to the millions, to the the angst of most of us, to the millions of people who are dependent on politicians to enact legislation to change our lives. And yet they do whatever they say, do whatever they want to say. It makes you wonder who's truth. Are we really listening to? So this morning, I wanted to bring that to your attention. And I wanted to talk about it from the perspective of which truth are we listening to and whose truth perhaps should we be influenced by. I trust that you will stay with me as we enter into this discourse. And I'm going to expose you to some words of scripture that are perhaps going to enlighten us and are going to help us to navigate and process truth this week because we're going to hear more of it. We live here in the United States, and we're approaching an election season. It probably is going to be one of the most important elections of our lifetime. It probably is going to be a decisive election. And because of that, there is a lot at stake for everyone concerned. The politicians obviously have power and influence on the table. Obviously, they don't want to lose power. And so they're doing everything in their power to make sure that they hang on to power. You have people's lives are at stake. Unemployment, the president yesterday signed an executive order. I don't know how much weight that, if that actually is going to make it a bill that is going to make Congress act. I thought only Congress could do that. But as far as I understand, when he issues an executive order, it only goes to the executive branch. So it goes to the executive branch. It really doesn't do anything because that particular uh, piece of legislation that is required can only be enacted by Congress. So signing an executive order is just fluff and paper designed to disarm the people to make you think something is happening. Meanwhile, 34 million people are still going to be evicted by the 15th of August. In the Detroit area, more than 10,000 people will be evicted. So to put that into perspective, it makes you wonder, then what do you do? Schools are reopening. Is that really true? Is that a thing? Schools are really reopening. In-person instruction is taking place in the midst of a pandemic. And the president stood in front of us and said, the pandemic has disappeared. Just like that. Poof, like magic. Nobody in America is getting sick. Meanwhile, the ticker tape on the bottom of the screen said 161,000 people have died since March. Whose truth should you be listening to? It makes us wonder, what is the truth? Is there truth anymore? Is What is truth? Which one of these should I listen to? Should I listen to the voice of a rapper who can't enunciate words, who can't string a sentence together that makes sense, but dares to think he can run for president of the United States? Meanwhile, people with economic degrees, people who are professors of medicine, people who are professors of economics and professors of government, people who are constitutional lawyers, do not think themselves intellectually fit to go stand up and run the country, but you have some rapper who, can't, who has never voted in his life who says, 
uh, yeah, I'm going to run for president because somebody paid him some money to do it. Whose truth are you going to listen to? Meanwhile, I have to ask the question of people who listen to that and say, what truth do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the real truth or do you just want to hear some idiot say something? I have to ask that question. This man has confessed mental health issues, but you're all still downloading his music and still listening to him and find him relevant. He might be culturally relevant, but cultural relevance does not translate to political significance. We've seen that since 2015. Cultural relevance is not the same as political significance. Cultural relevance does not translate to political savvy. Running a government and running any kind of governmental system demands a certain set of skills. It just, it's just not about leadership and the ability to call on a group of people to do something. It's about having a certain set of skills that are endowed only on a few. But nobody wants to hear that truth because then that would diminish your life. Then that would say, well, maybe you shouldn't have a platform. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday or Friday on my Twitter feed, I was reading some commentary on a rapper named Two Chains, I think Two Chains. And people were talking about him sort of nostalgically about how the, when they went to a Two Chains concert and so on. And I said, but this guy has a history of misogyny against women. But you still listen to his music. At the end of it all, you still find him funny, amusing, entertaining. But his words when he's speaking, whether he's under the influence of drugs or not, his words when he speaks are still misogynistic directed at women. Why do we continue as a public to continue to listen to people who tear us down, who minimize us, who denigrate us, who demean us, but we continue to listen to them? We are the ones who empower these people and give them a platform. Kanye West would be nobody if you all didn't pick up the phone and download his music. His cultural relevance passed a long time ago. The last time he was culturally relevant was when he stepped on the stage and grabbed a microphone from Taylor Swift and expressed the truth. That was the last time. Ever since then, he's just been amok and crazy. He likes to blame the fact that he lost his mother and his mother's death has impacted him. And I'm like, join the club. Many of us have lost parents and significant loved ones, but we don't have the luxury of walking around doing crazy things and seeing and blaming it on our parents' death or our significant loved one's death. There are many people who have lost children and who have to live with that every day. They do not have the luxury of saying, because my child died, that means I, have to, I can't function and I can't do anything, or I can do whatever I want and blame it on them. Yet we as a public continue to elevate these people and these voices and make them culturally relevant. We give them a space in which their words can impact us, and we allow it to happen. So whose truth are we listening to? Do we really want to hear the truth? Then there are other voices that speak. There are other voices who tell you you need to come into a sanctuary, into a building, turn around three times, clap your neighbor, leave some money right here, give me all of your money, and you will be blessed. We like that truth too. We like some other truth that tells us it's okay, do whatever you want. So go ahead, have sex with 15-year-olds when you're 56. Have sex with 12-year-olds when you're 56. Have sex with anybody you want to have sex with. There are no consequences. We like that truth too. We also like the truth that tells us that we can be whatever we want to be. So you wake up today and you might, be, you might feel like you're a boy. Okay. Tomorrow, you might wake up and feel like a girl, so you say you're gender fluid. We listen to that voice, too. Recently, my children were explaining to me that there is this new movement where people who used to be, uh, who used to say they were transgender, they no longer are because they've changed their gender. And I'm like, pick a, pick a side, will you? Pick a side. Which one do you want to be? You want us to help you? Well, pick a side. Pick a side so we can choose, so we can help you to defend what you're going to be. I don't know which one am I speaking to today. Pick a side. Pick a truth and live with it. You're either going to be or you're not going to be. You're going to be bisexual. That's your truth. Fine. We'll live with that one. You're going to be homosexual. Okay. We'll live with that one. You're going to be transsexual. That's a little bit different. If you're going to pick a truth, stick with it. You see where I'm coming from? We, there are so many forms of truth. But today I want to show you the real truth. 
I've often talked about people's sexuality and talk about sexuality within the context of humanity. I think we need to be a little bit more expansive and be more humane in our thinking. We're human beings. We're not animals. We're human beings, so we tend to like people. We, sometimes we like people who are, look like us. Sometimes we like people who are the opposite of us. We need to come to a place where we grasp that concept and wrap around it and understand that people who engage in same-sex activities, that's fine with God. Yes, it is. But you have to read the context in which it was written. It really was talking about pedophilia, that a man should not have sex with a boy. Because it is the nature of humanity. When you look at, do you see where I'm coming from? Whose truth are we really listening to? Listen to some people who tell you slap down the Bible and preach fire and brimstone and hell and powder house on people. And as soon as they walk off the pulpit and take their robes off, they're having sex with a child. They're having sex with people they're not married to. God has a way of exposing them, doesn't he? Look at Jerry Falwell this week. You all saw that picture floating around since last week on, on, on social media of Jerry Falwell taking a picture with a young lady. His zipper is down and her zipper is down. And he has a glass of liquid in his hand. And then he said, there's nothing in the liquid. It's probably some Coke or Pepsi or something. Okay. But you're taking a picture with your zipper down. Standing beside you is a young lady who also has her zipper down. He, re he resigned from Liberty University because it's not in keeping with the image that he pretends. He projects this image that he's a family man and that he's a loving father and husband. But you are standing beside someone who you both look like you just had sex. Don't fool us. We're adults. You both look like you just got out of the sauce. Turns out the young lady is his wife's assistant. That may compound the problem. So it wasn't just some person who was at a party or a gathering that he was with. This is someone whom he has a relationship with because he knows her. She worked for his wife. So there he is taking a picture like that, and that is his truth, and have the nerve to defend it, actually. I'm like, how long is that marriage going to last? Because I know if I had a husband who took a picture like that, uh, that marriage is over. The assistant is gone. That marriage is over. He can go be with her for the rest of time because he has just made his choice. Do you see what I'm saying? Whose truth are we listening to? This is a man who believes he's the moral compass. He believes that he can do no wrong. In fact, he calls out everybody else. And yet we found him in a compromising position. Whose truth are you listening to? Yet Kanye West talking about Harriet Tubman, a revered uh, histor historic figure in the African-American community. Ironically, my mother named me after Harriet Tubman. It was something that I never wanted to accept all of most of my life. Because I'm like, I want to be a Harriet Tubman. I don't want to have to have that burden of, of a name and what that name is bestowed on me. Do you see where I'm coming from? But yet, here is Kanye West, an insignificant, irrelevant person who has no understanding of history contextually, who says that Harriet Tubman didn't free any slaves. She sold that. Can you understand that? Her, her descendants rose up against him. Of course they did. They rose up against him and spoke the truth. Whose truth are you listening to? In that context, his wife then said he's, uh, he has mental health issues. No, you knew that before you gave him a microphone. Why would you give him a microphone knowing he has mental health issues and is likely to go and say things that are out of context and say things that are hurtful? It makes you realize, that's when we both realize, somebody must be paying this dude to put himself on a ballot. Yes, the Republican Party is paying him to skew the vote. Whose truth are you listening to? Do you want power that badly that you would destroy the credibility of the race for president simply because, and put someone as insignificant and who has no backing, no taste for it? You want power that badly you would do anything to hold on to power? My friends, these are the times that we live in. These are very trying times. These are times that demand of us that we must seek truth. That means we are going to have to dig deeper. The onus cannot be on voices that we listen to. 
we must search for and find the truth ourselves. We have become so accustomed to being managed. People find us, people in power find us malleable. They find us that they can manipulate our emotions. They can manipulate our thought processes because we don't search for the truth. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm an author. I can't get black people to buy my books because black people won't read. If you don't read, how are you going to know the truth? We won't read something as basic as the Bible. We re- it is available on an app on our phones. My books are available on an app on your phone. We won't read. We don't spend 20 minutes. There are 24 hours in a day. And we can't find 20 minutes to read one chapter of any book. But we can find all the time in the world. They even have books available on audio. So you're driving down the street. You, instead of bumping your head to some music, you can be bumping your head to some truth in a book, any book at this point. I would give anything for people to read. People won't read history. How do you know who you are and where you are supposed to go if you don't read? If you don't know your history, how do you know where you're coming from? How will you know what path you should follow? It amazes me because I have read Myself, I just put out a tweet on Twitter saying that Kanye West is an uneducated rapper. He is an uneducated rapper. He confesses he has never voted in his life. But he's running for president. What kind of truth is that? How could you accept that man as a truth and to go vote for him? How could you accept anything he said? Somebody who confesses to mental health issues. How could you accept that? And yet we do because we don't read. We don't read enough to understand who Harriet Tubman is and what her struggles were and what she did to fundamentally impact generations of people. But you're going to accept the words of an uneducated rapper who has never put himself through a college campus one day, except to go sell music. That, my friends, is not truth. That might, you have to isolate and think about this. We don't know ourselves because we don't read. There are plenty of black authors who write riveting stories. Everybody doesn't write erotic stories that stimulate you and make you feel high or make you feel like you can go off yourself. But there are truths that are written. People do not read enough. You don't want to buy a book. Here's mine, Through the Fire. Has anyone read it? Barely. But it talks about violence and how women can overcome violence by applying faith. Is anybody going to read that? No, because what you want to read about is salacious. You want to read about somebody having sex with somebody. That's the truth. How can you listen to the voices of people who denigrate women? You're listening to rappers like Kanye. Kanye denigrates women in his music. How can you listen to him? That's a man who slept with a woman, a young woman named Amber Rose, I think. He slept with her, lived with her, and then called her names. How can you listen to that voice and find that voice culturally impacting enough? Yes, I'm challenging young African-Americans. You're the ones who are listening to these people and empowering them. How can you listen to voices that tell you to go blow up buildings? How can you listen to voices that tell you go buy all the guns in the world? How can you listen to voices that tell you put on blackface and go shoot people up? How can you listen to those voices? This generation has gone amok. You are not marching for truth. You are marching to untruth because you allow other voices to tell you. In the, in the struggles in, 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 uh, in, in Minnesota, there were people who dressed in blackface who were rioting. Blackface, they put on tar on their faces to look black. And they were rioting. Whose truth were they listening to? Mm you got to ask yourself. Some of the things that I see on the political spectrum, I have to ask myself, where did this come from? Seems like we're a nation in total disarray. We're not united around a common foe. We have a foe right now called a plague, a disease, COVID-19, coronavirus. Are we marching towards that truth? Are we trying to do everything in our power 
to minimize and mitigate the damaging effects of coronavirus. I don't want it in anybody around me. I pray for the people around me. I don't want it in anybody around me because it is damaging. It has lasting effects. Yet we have politicians who are decrying that, hastening to go open schools so people can go back to work so they can win on a ballot in November. Whose truth are we listening to? And it sounds sometimes like for people like you and I, that we're talking in a vacuum. But we have to put it out there and put the words out there as it expands the contemporary, as it expands the universe and the sound waves so that people know there are voices that are speaking the truth. For years and years, many of us sat in, in churches listening for the truth. And after a while, you heard something that sounded like it, but it didn't match up. Then mm, you tried it and tested it, and it didn't work, so you walked out of the church you realize that that was a different kind of truth. But where is the truth? I walked out of churches because they were not speaking the truth that I knew was found in the scriptures. So I went and read the scriptures myself. Even though I walked out of the church, I was still reading the scriptures. We are a generation who has gone crazy. We have gone wild. We have no direction, no moral compass. Anything goes. Any truth goes. Anything we anything we do. I'm listening to people who, for instance, let me give you an example. So many people today are not married, but you live together. You have children together. Why do you not have a marriage that protects you? You You can't file taxes together because you can only file taxes if you're married. You can only file taxes together if you're married, but you live together. You put your money together. You have children together. Why won't you get married? That is the truth. You listen to all these rappers who tell you, man, it's glorious to have one chick here, one chick here. I'm being nice because they don't refer to women as women. They refer to women as the B-I-T-C-H word. And you listen to that. They have a baby mom over here, a baby mom over there. And you listen to that and call that truth. They tell you don't work. The Bible says, by the sweat of your brow, we shall eat bread. They tell you it's okay to do whatever. We have a system of oppression, economically, systemic and structured racism. And the only way to fight it is by economic activity and economic empowerment. And you're sitting there listening to people telling you that you should sell more weed and go do drugs and do all that kind of foolishness. That is damaging to you physiologically and economically. Why won't people get married? Same-sex couples who are educated make sure that they get the protection. That's why they fought for marriage equality. Why? Because it is good to be married. It is good. (laughs) But meanwhile, you, Ray Ray and Shanene, you won't get married to each other. But you have children. You live in the same house. And here's the crazy part. You want to buy a car and buy a house with someone you are not married to. Crazy. Whose truth are you listening to? When your folks sit down and say, why don't you settle down? You think it's a joke. Whose truth are you going to listen to? Your homies who are doing the same thing that you are doing. Whose truth? I'm telling you, the culture today is completely whacked. Completely out of whack. It is amazing to me how we get anything done. It, it, it is no wonder that there's, we're rampant and, stra- and running amok with disease because nobody is staying in one place. Everybody is running from house to house, corner to corner, pillar to post, as my grandmother would say. You have men today who won't settle down. Why are you 45 and you're not settled down with one person? Why are you 50 and 55? And 60 running around from one person to the other. Why? You don't have issues with your sexuality. You have issues with yourself and you're being foolish. You're listening to your friends telling you you should not settle down. Are you crazy? You realize that we are organic beings so we go up and then come down. So who is going to carry water to you when you get sick? Who? All these other chicks whom you have on a Rolodex and you think that's cute. Do you see what I'm saying? Why won't you settle down and be with one person? 
Same goes for women. Women are, we, as for women, I can speak for a woman. We are done because we're tired of men who just run from pillar to post. They won't settle down. They come to you and they spend some time with you, but they're with the rest of the community. Who wants that kind of disease? Every time you go into someone's space, you are taking everything that is with them. Viruses transfer. So you're going to kiss someone and then come back and try to kiss me with all the virus that that person has? You're going to try and bring that back to me? Then you kiss your kids in your house? Do you see what we've been talking about all this time? Oh, and you thought we were just trying to cut you off from not being a man because being a man is having multiple women. Whose truth are you listening to? Men who won't support their children. They're your children. Why are you walking away? Why can't you be a man? I love something about the white community. They hold each other accountable. You can't be a deadbeat and be a low life. They call you out. Go take care of your children and your family. Are you working to support them? Meanwhile, in the black community, it's okay. Women are working and they're supporting men. Baby, that's not a man. That's your son. You can't be the one going out to work and he's at home on the couch. He's playing with his Xbox that you buy. He's driving a car that is in your name. He's using your money to go buy condoms to have sex with someone else. The phone that you pay for, he's texting someone else on it. That's not a man. That's a boy. That's a son. Whose truth are you listening to? A truth that says you can't come to family reunions with a man because then something is wrong with you. A truth that says you should stay with a man who beats you up when he doesn't beat you up physically, he beats you up emotionally, he cheats on you, he lies on you. You're the one paying the price with the misery and the pain and the emotional pain. Whose truth are you listening to? Are you going to go back to the scriptures, go back to the original truth? And find the truth of God's word so you can stand on it and live with it in spite of irrespective of. I got to ask the question. Young people today, college is not for me. Mm, Really? So what is for you? Jail time? So what are you going to do when you turn 28 and 30 and 25 and life starts hitting you in the face? What are you going to do when you suddenly find yourself with a desire to buy a house? Wow. You need to earn a certain income to buy a house. Where are you going to get the money from? You don't earn the income, so you don't have any money saved up because you didn't finish school. Why didn't you finish school? Oh, let me guess. Your parents were stupid and wrong when they told you to stay in school and study. When your parents told you don't go hang with that crowd. When your parents told you don't start drugs because it leads to no good. When your parents tell you don't hang out with that guy, don't hang out with that girl, they're no good. You thought your parents were stupid. So you wake up one day and you're 30 and you have nothing. You're a wreck. You have nothing to start life, but you have a desire to. What are you going to do? When your parents told you and the community told you, don't hang up with that group of people. Don't go hanging with them sitting on a corner. You got in the wrong car and was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And here you are sitting in jail. Life is over. You know, there are jail sentences for stupid little things, right? that rob you of your freedom. The worst part is you get out and you can't do nothing. You're just as much a prisoner on the outside as you were a prisoner on the inside. Because now that you've served the time and you come out, you have a record. You can't buy a house. You can't rent a car. You can't buy a car. You can't get a loan. You can't rent an apartment. So how are you going to live? You're so angry with yourself. You take it out on the women who are helping you, your mother, your sisters, your aunt, your girlfriend, they're helping you. But instead, you're so angry, you start beating up on them, and you end up right back in jail. So you become someone else's B-I-T-C-H in jail because you wouldn't listen. Whose truth were you listening to? When they told you, go down to the church, you want to play drums, go down into the church. I look around sometimes on my Facebook page, and a lot of the young people who I see who still made it, They were the ones who grew up in the church. They stayed in the church. Meanwhile, their cool friends were hanging on the corner, smoking a blunt, sipping some liquor, who went to jail and did some time. And they come out, and all they can say from afar is, hey, man, 
We're not the same. No, no, they're not the same. One chose to listen to the real truth. The other one chose to listen to lies packaged as truth and believed that group of lies. That's the truth you succumb to. Same thing with young girls. As for you, young women, you're girls, you're growing up, you get to a stage, you're developed, you have hormones, all of a sudden, you find you have a desire to be with someone of the opposite sex or the same sex, you want to have sex, okay, your parents tell you take the pill, use a condom, don't have sex, it leads to pregnancy, don't do that, you will hang out with the wrong crowd, no, you're not going to listen to that, your parents are dumb and stupid, what do they know, I just want to have fun. Don't hang out with that group of people. Don't smoke weed. Don't hang out with them because they do drugs and drugs will destroy you. No, you want to be cool like them because they just look cool and your mother is stupid, your dad is stupid, and everybody is stupid. All the adults around you are so stupid. So you start hanging with the wrong crowd. Before you know it, you get pregnant. You drop out of high school. Your life is done. You go on to college, but you're addicted to drugs. You can't study. So you start listening to the friends. And they tell you, it's okay, just have a little sip, just have a little blow, it's not going to hurt you. And you listen to that voice before you know you're addicted to drugs and you drop out of college. Your life is done. You're over. What are you going to do now? You dropped out of college. You kicked out of college. Now you have to go to rehab. You're addicted to drugs. You have a drug addiction. You get angry when your people start talking to you because... You realize that your life didn't have to be this way. You actually had a chance, and you put your own foot in your mouth. You destroyed yourself. So you are angry with yourself, and you take it out on everybody else. Then, boom, you wake up one day, and you're pregnant, and life starts. And now you can't go get a job because you don't have a college degree. So you're running from job to job, and you can't live with anybody. So you call up, Mom, can I move in with the kids? And mom and dad are looking at you like, did I tell you 15 years ago that this was going to happen? Did I tell you 15 years ago that whose truth are we listening to? You got to ask yourself in the, disc, in, in, in the discourse today, whose truth are people really listening to? You have to ask yourself that because what are we zeroing in on? What is the truth? You listen to politicians who blatantly lie in your face. And you have a whole group of people who listen to that foolishness. I had to do some serious research on the Confederacy. I swear to God, I had to go look it up. Because the way people, white people talk about the Confederacy, like it's their truth and it's their way of life. I had to go look it up because from what I remember of history, the Confederacy was a civil war that lasted four years. Then how you take that lie to be your truth today and say that that is part of your culture. Do you even know what it stood for? If other white people are looking at it and saying, we don't want to be associated with it, and you're standing over here as a standalone, still clinging to it, that it is a truth that you know, you look stupid, but you don't want to admit that you look stupid, because then you would really look stupid. So what you do is you just stand back and say, they're all wrong. It's my truth. It's my history. You don't want to be associated with that. It was only four years. They wanted to enslave people to work and not pay them. That's called human trafficking. Is that what you are? You have a group of people who refuse to wear a mask because they say a mask don't help you and you're impervious to the virus. You're all going to drop. You're all going to get sick. Which truth are you listening to? You're going to listen to the scientists. See, there is a process. The problem with you probably have with science is that science takes a while. So there is a process. So they have drugs for malaria and so on. They're using the drugs for malaria to fight COVID. Scientists are saying, don't do that. You know why they're saying that? Because when there are other drugs in the spectrum, the other diseases, when there are other viruses, what happens? All the other viruses pop up. So if they see malaria over here, they can they stamp it out already, but they can go use that drug to stamp it out. In the meantime, let's find a drug that will kill that will kill coronavirus. But you don't want to hear that truth from the scientists. The scientists are wrong. They've spent decades studying this stuff. They have models after models. They have all the data, but you don't want to listen to that. 
It's just like the Bible. The Bible is a book of history. <laughs> the Bible has the facts. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> We've stood thousands of years. Nobody wants to believe that. What people want to believe is their own form of truth. So I want to ask you today, which truth are you going to listen to? We've got some issues to deal with in our country. We have issues of racism that has not gone away. We have issues now of classism. We have issues of serious economic inequities. We have issues where we are becoming a country where the gap is too wide. We used to have be a country where we had people here, people here, and people there. There were levels. Now, there are none. But we don't want to hear that truth because most of us want to be seduced into thinking that I belong here. No, not when you have people running around as billionaires. There are a thousand billionaires around in the, in the world. America has the largest number of billionaires in the world. There's something wrong with that. You know how they got there? Taxes. They didn't pay taxes, so they just accumulated more and more cash. Once upon a time, we used to tax people who were millionaires because we used to say that if we distribute it better, then more people will have a chance at it. We stopped doing that. So that's how come they became billionaires. They simply don't pay any taxes. The more money they make, the more they have. Billionaires in America are 0.02% of the population. But we listen to those folks. They make decisions. Well, who are the decisions going to favor? The billionaire class, not you and I. But are we listening to the people who are the economists who are not billionaires? No. We listen to the billionaires who tell us, go buy my stuff on Amazon. We listen to the billionaires who say, I'm going to make a car like a titanium truck and then name his child X00115. And you listen to that and think it's cute. You listen to people who call themselves billionaires so that they can go run for president because they have an ego trip, have not one clue, can't construct a sentence together. But you listen to that. Who's truth? It's what we're willing to listen to. You know, there are plenty of voices out there, but do I listen to all of them or give them credence? Do I listen to them and take their truth to be wrapped up into my thinking? No. I analyze it because I have a database of facts to work from. You know where my facts are found? In books. I'm constantly reading books written by people 20 times smarter than myself. I read as much articles on Washington Post on the Wall Street Journal, on the New York Times, as much as I can. I don't know enough. I never know enough. I will never know enough. I read as much as I can. And I still don't know anything, is what I tell myself. You don't know, Jack. You don't know enough. You don't know anything. I go and educate myself. And Are we reading? We won't take the time to read. But we do take the time to go have as much sex as we want. We do take the time to go and smoke as much as we want. They've been warning us about coronavirus. They tell us, don't smoke. Don't smoke weed because weed gives people heart attacks. Weed has a way of triggering some mechanisms in your heart that makes you more prone to heart attacks. Are we listening to that? No, we want to have fun. Weed makes me relax and weed makes me not feel any pain. Yeah, because you're in an inebriate pain of suspended reality. So, of course, you're not going to feel any pain. So you keep smoking more and more weed. So your reality keeps getting suspended until one day you realize that you were just totally hallucinating. Whose truth are we listening to? It's amazing to me. It just blows my mind. When politicians who are millionaires and billionaires come and tell you that people on unemployment should make $400 a week, it blows your mind that they don't want to work. There are no jobs out there. All the small businesses are closed that people used to work at. All most medium-sized businesses are contracting right now and reducing people's hours. But you have billionaire politicians and millionaire politicians telling you that if you pay people, they won't go back to work. Whose truth are you listening to? You have to wonder after a while, what is the agenda? The agenda is your mind. The agenda is controlling your thinking. So when they come out with a, with a thing and they tell you all to go line up and take a pill, you will. You'll say, yeah, it will help me. Even though the evidence is proving that you will all drop from it, you're still going to do it. 
Kanye West is going to have you all lined up to go vote for him because you're going to believe his truth because he already has you suckered in. I saw some reporter who is well-known on CNN, young, gifted, and black, defending Kanye West. I have to say, I said to her, it's people like you who elevate him. Why? Because you're excusing his behavior. You're literally saying it's okay for him to run for president despite his mental health issues because I have family members who have the issues and you wouldn't know what it looks like. I'm like, shut the hell up. We all have family members who have mental health issues. They need to go take their meds. You don't put them in a place where they control other people's opinions. How can you trust what comes out of their mouth? If they have mental health issues, do you know when they're on or when they're off? Do you know that what they're saying is real or not real based on their own version of suspended reality? I had to call her out. I said, it's people like you who elevate him, sit down and shut up. Whose truth are we listening to? The Bible says in Psalm 100, can I just read that for you? The Bible says in Psalm 100, listen to this. It says, come before his presence with singing, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us. That's another truth we don't want to hear. And not we ourselves, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. It doesn't mean you have to go into uh, a place where, you know, uh, in a sanctuary, but you enter into his presence, giving thanks, into his courts with praise. In the olden days when this was written, they used to walk into a sanctuary. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. They're not telling you that. His mercy is everlasting, but listen to the part that got to me. And his truth endures to all generations. It means, therefore, that if you're going to wrap your mind around the truth, if you're going to embrace any kind of truth, then that kind of truth has to be able to stand the test of time. That kind of truth has to be able to endure to generations. A hundred years from now, people need to be talking about your truth. The reason Harriet Tubman is relevant is because the truth she spoke and lived by 180 years ago still stands today. Kanye West will be looked at as a joke in history because he had no truth. He doesn't know what truth is if the whole truth had come and hit him in the face. We've got to surround ourselves with truth that endures. You must be able to look at the facts. God can boast all he wants because his truth endures. This book was written, these words were written over 6,000 years ago, time after time, generation after generation. People could stand up and say, this is the truth. This is the truth and live to tell it. I am a storyteller. I am one of those who have lived that truth and seen that truth in my life. But there are thousands before me, millions even before me who have lived this truth. That's the truth that has stood the test of time. If you're going to wrap your mind around any ideology, any belief system, it has to be able to stand the truth of the test of time. When I embraced my platform, I stood on a platform to tell people and tell women how to get over violence. I said what got me over was the faith in God, was prayer and sanctification, was prayer and praying some more and praying some more. Why? Because that was a truth that had worked for me. It stood the test of time. I had seen it work in other people's lives, but then it worked in my life. I'm still violence-free today because that is the truth of my existence. Whose truth are you listening to? Are you willing to listen to the complete truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Are you willing to change your mindset and start looking at things and asking yourself questions? Why does the government operate this way? When that senator speaks, what does he mean? When she speaks, when that woman running for Congress, what does she mean? Are you willing to listen for that? Do you have a backing of the truth? When you wake up in the morning, what do you read? Who are you reading to? When you're on your break time at work, what are you listening to and what are you reading? Are you listening to podcasts like this that are energizing and that fill you with the truth? Or are you listening to some person just saying, go beat your mother, kill your girlfriend, kill your wife, just have children, do what you want? That's not truth. We have seen by now that that truth does not stand the test of time. We live in a day and time when there is a different kind of truth. We're seeing right before our very eyes how the truth is lived out. One voice over here saying one thing, another voice over here saying, but the coronavirus is standing in the middle like, hey, I'm in charge. You're not in charge. You're not in charge, but I'm in charge. 
which voice are you willing to listen to? My challenge for you this week is this. Whose truth will you listen to? The truth of God is going to endure. We're going to find that the truth of God is going to endure. There are going to be many things happening politically, but there is one thing that's going to stand, and it's that the truth of God is going to stand. We can sit and people can pontificate. They can laugh. They can talk. They can plan. They can roll out all kinds of plans. At the end of it all, it's only one truth that's going to prevail. It's the truth of God, whether you and I like it or not. Which sometimes when the truth comes, it's not something that we necessarily like. I had to live that truth many times. I have seen that in my life. It's not always something that is appealing to me or it sides with my own thinking or with my own desires. But it is still the truth of God. You have to walk in the truth of God. That is the truth that stands the test of time. That is the truth that endures to all generations. And that, my friend, is the only truth. I pray this week that as we navigate and as we go through and matriculate through all the structures and all the stuff that most of us have to deal with, people are, have lost their jobs, people are losing their homes. Instead of focusing on the reality of helping people, people want to win an election to continue and perpetuate their power base. That's not truth. The truth of God is that we must help people who need help. We must reach a handle to help people. The truth is this systemic structured racism has got to stop because it is too destructive to most of the people who live here. The truth is that there are a lot of people who live here who are black. The truth is there are a lot of people who live here who are brown. That is the truth. And we must handle that truth. The society must be for all the people who live here, not just for some. That is the truth. The Bible says the truth shall set you free. Didn't the Bible say that? Jesus came to set the captive free. Be free in your thinking. Embrace the truth of God. I challenge you this week. Read the scriptures. Pick up a book and read it. You can download a book on an app on your phone. You can go to Amazon.com and look up books. Millions of books on any subject. Order some. Let them come and read them. Read a chapter a day. It will revolutionize your thinking and change you. Reading helps to keep your memory together. Gives you a greater vocabulary. Gives you a grasp of the facts. Enables you to speak in a way that people will look to you as if you have answers. It changes your way of thinking. Read a book so you can know the truth. There is a book on every topic in the universe. Go on Amazon, go into Google and Google it. You can find books on anything. Read a chapter a day. If you dedicate 20 minutes of reading every day, I guarantee you'll be fine. I have two daughters, two children. I raised them by reading to them every night for 20 minutes. Then it was their turn to pick up a book and read it for 20 minutes every day. One is a lawyer today. The other one is studying medicine. Think about that for a second. I'm a single mother. They left me and abandoned me. I was an undocumented immigrant. But I have two children. One graduated college. One is in college. Think about that truth. If I had sat down and listened to the statistics that said I wouldn't win, my children would not come out, would they have made it? I stood on the truth of God's word that says we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. I let that truth energize me, enervated me, and I let it push me through all the adversity, through all the lack. We were evicted twice, (laughs) seriously, lost jobs when my oldest daughter was supposed to go to college. The same month, lost my full-time job. If I had let that define me, would she have gone to college? Pushed through all the stuff. She made it through law school. It was never easy. There is nothing that was easy about it. She's a lawyer today. My youngest daughter, having seen that example, is on her way. Pushed through all of the adversity. The truth is that you can win, but you have to apply yourself. How are you going to overcome systemic and structured racism if we don't get into the fight? If we don't get into the system, there's an attorney on, 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 on Twitter, Ben Crump. You've all heard of him. 
does he look like somebody who grew up with a golden spoon in his mouth? He had to push through all of it so he could make it to the top. You ever listen to Al Sharpton's story? How their father left them with their mother for some 15-year-old he was having sex with? And he had to push through and go to college so that he could make it? Look at Al Sharpton today. Nobody has had it easy. The road is never going to be easy. Nobody promised you. Anybody who told you it's going to be lit all the way and it's going to be gory at the end of it and they tell you how it's going to be great, it's not true. It's not true. It's going to be tough. It's going to be rigorous. It's going to demand that you have a personality and character. It's going to make demands on you. You're going to have to study when you don't feel like it. When your brain feels like it's going to bust, you're going to have to study on a hunger belly. You're going to have to walk through the snow, walk on roads sometimes with holes in your shoes. But at the end of it all, you're going to make it. That is the truth. The truth is not becoming a rapper and then all of a sudden deciding you can become president and you know nothing about governmental processes. It's an insult to me, my race, and to me as a person that a rapper who has no sense, has demonstrated no intellectual prowess whatsoever, dares to think he can run for president. It's an insult to me. That is the truth. My truth is this. What is your relevancy? Find your relevancy. Go to the scriptures. Read the truth, and the truth shall set you free. My name is Harry Kimmick. This has been Down to Earth. It's Sunday morning. I encourage you to have a great week. I pray the peace of God shine above all of us, that we will have peace in our hearts as we go through these increased days of political strife. God bless you. God bless the United States. God bless America. Thanks, everybody. Be blessed. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.